All right, we're here with uh, Tony Alessi. Tony, y'all got to this weekend here at the Monster Cup. A lot of strange things going on with the track, but the really interesting thing is doing the new Cardo, I guess, communication system with the riders. How, how are y'all liking that? Well, I think it's uh, it's super cool and innovative idea. Um, it's a great opportunity for the rider um, to get information from the mechanic um, quicker. That's the whole idea, right? Yep. Because um, you only get to see the pit board once a lap when you come about around. And um, with this system, you can get information from the rider to the mechanic or from the mechanic to the rider. You see, they can talk to each other, right? Mm -hmm. So they can have things already sorted out before he comes in for a pit stop. So you can make it quick and happen. Correct. Like, you know, during practice, if there's something going on with the bike, it gives, it gives that extra 25, 30 seconds to think about how to sort the problem out. Right. And uh, so that's a big advantage. Obviously, knowing what, what place you are in qualifying, I think, is important. And um, in the race, in a race situation, um, I mean, there's all kinds of advantages in a race situation, right? So um, I think that uh, it's going to be the wave of the future. Um, I can see this becoming the norm in a year or two. Um, I know that at my amateur races, at the AME Minicross Series, um, this is normal. Right. The parents all have radio systems with their kids already. Right. So um, this is just the... Um, just a, a better version of that you know it's like the the next level the pro level mm -hmm. so uh good stuff right so when you're just real quick from you i know you have the headsets you're talking to your mechanics and stuff like that the rider only has to deal with the mechanic that they're dealing with right they're not having the whole team in their ear and that stuff right that's correct and so can the rider control whether like like do, do, do they talk to you and say yeah don't talk to me when i'm riding i'll let you know what i want have yeah. you had riders say that well i mean yeah the rider um i mean the rider is wanting to focus on something mm -hmm. i mean it's not uncommon for him to say hey shut up i'm trying to ride <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> but uh you know it, it's all about how you use it right right you overuse it or abuse it it doesn't really work that good you got you got to use it when it's needed okay well those like practice the off and at this quite interesting race with this new technology so thanks for giving me your time my pleasure all right here with dustin winters what's your number dustin three, three, the 332 that's right i mean i got to meet you at the some of the arena crosses i guess a year or so ago you're here at the monster cup and you're running the cardo system talked to a lot of guys running that what do you think about it so far yeah man it's uh it's a big help out there <clears throat> Um, when, when I need to know my qualifying time or when it's time to bust something out, I mean, my guy, my mechanic's right there to uh, let me know through the headset. So uh, whatever needs to be done, if somebody's on me or, or whatever, it, it's not a distraction and it, and it doesn't throw you off at all. Um, he, he's talked to me when I was in the air or on the ground. It, it, it's really a, a beneficial thing they've uh, came up with. So Dawson, you're getting to play mechanic this weekend as you're one of his buddies here. But when you're out there, are you like 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 hollering at him, tell him to step it up? You're you talking any trash to him to try to motivate him, anything like that? Yeah, I always gotta say something, you know, get him going. But uh, when I'm out there, usually I just try to look around, see uh, what other guys are doing, and if I see something that he needs to be doing or something that someone's doing better, I can uh, let him know and he can make the adjustment and go out there and do what he needs to do to get it done. That's a good point. He's saying about some of the line choices. I mean, does does that make a difference? Like when you hear him say, hey, they're doing this, does that, does that change what you're doing? Yeah, uh, 100%. Um, 
right right when he comes over the intercom and he tells me something I need to do, I, I already know that it's time to adjust because um, you can't always know what's going on from an outside perspective perspective because you're in your helmet and, and you're riding it and you're really focused. So when he when he comes over and he lets me know, hey, you, you need to go to the outside or in or hey, it's time to quad or it's time to triple, time to throw down a fast lap. He, he he's right there and he lets me know and and and, and it really puts me in the right mindset and uh, no, yeah, it, it's it's a beneficial thing I think for sure. Going forward for the rest of 2019, uh, you got plans for the rest of the year and what maybe what you would be doing for next year? Yeah, so as of right now, I'm gonna race Supercross. I'm not sure whether it's going to be east or west, but <clears throat> whether I show up on a 450 and race all 17 rounds, that's what I'll have to do to make it there. So, uh, hey, if we can show up with this thing, uh, I'll run it all year. So, uh, saying that, as you're kind of going forward, do you, um, like, at what point in time do you decide you finally decide I'm doing east or west, and what makes that decision? Um, kind of with sponsors and everybody in my corner. Um, some people are lucky enough to already know what they're doing and what their plans are. Right now, um, I, I don't know. Like last year, I didn't even know until five days that I was right, racing for the EBR performance team on East Coast and they were hauling my bikes and I was flying to each round. So I'm taking it step by step, trying to make moves. Um, so sooner and later, I would hope I can figure out what I got going on for the 2020 Supercross season. All right, man. Well, you look good out there during practice and hope you do good this weekend. Thank you, sir. Okay, we're here with Cheyenne Harmon. Cheyenne, you got to run the Cardo system today. This is, today's the first time you had some bugs you worked out, but once you got those bugs worked out, how is it being able to talk to your mechanic? Yeah, we're uh, we're getting it fine-tuned. Um, there's still a little ways to go, but I think it's going to be a real good uh, system to use. You know, especially sometimes it's hard to read the pit board. So, you know, he can relay lap times and position and stuff like that to me. Um, you know, hopefully we don't have bike issues, but, you know, if I'm inside the stadium and I have a bike issue, I can radio, I can, you know, tell him I'm coming in for a bent lever or a shifter or something, and he can already have the tools ready. That way we're not scrambling. Or, uh, you know, if I needed to make a suspension change, you know, I could say, hey, I'm coming in, let's go two clicks stiffer, and we can be in and out of there and, you know, save some time. Because um, qualifying, you know, it, it, there's not a lot of time on the track, so we try to utilize every minute out there. So. Yeah, I think it's eight minutes is what I'll get, something like that. Ten, ten minutes during the qualifying session, okay. yeah. So, but yeah, I think it's a good system. You know, there's some bugs I think that's getting worked out, but I think once it gets worked out, I think it'll be a good system to use. Wait, did you forget about it when you had it on, or did you, like, always know it was there and, and like that kind of stuff how was that yeah no i didn't forget about it i mean i knew i know i have it on and um you know like i said he'll he'll talk to me or i'll talk to him um but yeah i never forgot about it and and your mechanic your name yeah. is my name is steve bolt steve now you said you had some bugs and stuff like that how was it to you was there times where you he was able to like talk to you things that you like like did it change yeah it, it worked it worked pretty well um when he was coming by the mechanics area but when he was in the stadium i could hear cutting in and out i mean you this is a distance this is a unique track so that's understandable yeah you know there's a big wall in the way so um but it worked really well the only downside is is well not really downside it's just fine-tuning the bugs like cheyenne said figuring out the sensitivities so that i'm not hearing his bike in the background right and uh but aside from that it's just fine-tuning and i think it'll be a massive advantage how so you're using it you're out there as you're doing it, how's it? Can you see it changing for the mechanic? What you do at the track, those kind of things. Like Cheyenne said, it's it's a massive advantage in the fact of if he's having an issue, he can let me know in advance. Because so many times a rider has a flat across the track, you don't know what's going on, or he pulls in 
and nobody knows and then you have to scramble to get the tools cool so we can have a lot of time to get ready get set up uh, changes whatnot speaking of that y'all got about an hour before your next practice um, everything going good for y'all everything seems to be going great so far Cheyenne what do you think about the the setup the track all that stuff yeah the track you know going the the correct direction is not too bad going backwards it's a little I don't know i'm not a fan of it yeah. but you know it's something different i think it'd be something fun to play on before it's racing it backwards you know but but hey that's what monster cups for it's a different format um but i'm not feeling too bad you know i broke my leg back in june so this is my third time to ride supercross and probably my 10th time on a bike so i'm just here getting my feet wet again getting back on the track and just figuring out what i need to work on so you know, I obviously want to do good, but at the same time, I realize that I'm behind the eight ball and um, just kind of trying to play catch up and uh, just be ready for next year. Speaking of next year, what did you have as far as plans for your 2020 put together? Oh, don't tell him. I got, I got, a, got the, the sign from the mechanic. Don't say. So you do have plans. You just hadn't figured you hadn't put it to paper yet. Right. Uh, it's to paper. We just can't really talk about too much yet. I can't tell you I'll be riding uh, a 250. Uh, on the East Coast, awesome. And uh, I'll be racing the Canadian Outdoors, um, and then I'll also be going to Germany next week to do the German Supercross for the Castrol Suzuki team. So I'm excited to have uh, pretty much a full year inked in, and you know, just ready to go, ready to go racing, and uh, just make the most of it. Yeah, I got to talk to Ryder Floyd earlier about that Canadian stuff, and he was super excited. It sounds like everybody I've talked to that's been up there really appreciates that series and has a lot of fun. Yeah, I got to go do it in 2018, and uh, you know, I did it on my own out of my van, and uh, it was a good series. I met a lot of good people, and um, yeah, it's a fun series up there. So I didn't really get to this year because I got hurt, but uh, hopefully this next year we'll go, we'll go back up there and have fun. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Yep. All right, here with uh, Benny and Burner. Y'all got to run the uh, headset communications today. Y'all are the only team I've talked to that had the team manager in your ear, so you had like the big boss barking orders at you the whole time, I guess, right? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a little bit nicer because the mechanics area was outside of the stadium, so my mechanic couldn't really see uh, much as what was going on. And Burner was able to be in the manager's shower where he could pretty much see everything. Um, but I thought it was amazing. I'm definitely in for running it from now on. Um, just like all the instant feedback and then also the safety, um, you know, coming up on downed riders. There's a lot of blind jumps on supercross tracks and the uh, flaggers aren't always the best at getting out quick. Um, no, I thought it was awesome. So, Burner, you from the team manager point side, you're up there in the tower getting to see what's going on. Did y'all have a plan for it? Hey, I want to tell you this. Or I, did, I mean, was there any talk about what you're going to talk about? Not really, because you know everything changes every lap on the track. So you just kind of going with it, and you know track position, and like you said, like when there's a guy down, you know there's no point having it on the mechanic when he's sitting out here and sees him for two seconds. It's mm -hmm. just a waste of time and. By the time I would radio to them and then them trying to tell him it, it that just wasn't going to work. So I get to see a lot more in there and and I think for me I know what he's going through personally. So um, the instant feedback that I can give him was track position and it didn't quite work out the last motor. We tried to, uh, we timed it in practice and it was 12 seconds to, to take the joker lane and he had the lap that he took it, he had 12 seconds on Basha, so mm -hmm. it, we're, maybe we should have went one more lap and he should have pushed one more lap and then he would have got clear, but, you know, that was a nice feature though, you know, like, 
keep going, keep going because we knew who had taken it, who hadn't taken it. So it was nice to know when to execute and not for track position and not not lose time, you know. Instead of just taking it and coming out and right. just being in a shitty spot. So um, that was really cool and it was really good in qualifying too. If somebody jumped something, then I could instantly give him the feedback. And, yeah. Um, or if you know, just just try and be. Also, just keep him going. You know, keep him confident. You know, get aggressive where he needed to and right. go easy when he needed to. So uh, no, it was. I think we were both really really surprised. Um, it was like he could talk back to me in qualifying too, so I could. We could talk about lines and if the bike was feeling good or, right. you know, um, qualifying was really good though because, you know, he could give me information and then if I needed to, like if, say, if he would have fell over the turn and busted something, then he could tell me and then I could tell the mechanic straight away and then, then they're ready to go, you know. Right. So, I think there's a lot, a lot of positives to it. Uh, there was a few times that it, that it, you know, stopped working a little bit and uh, lost a little connection, but... So there's some stuff there that they would have to, you know, get better. But, you know, for the for the first go at it, I thought it was pretty impressive. So as you were using it, I'm sure there was like some reservations, Benny, at first. But how long into using the, the I guess, the device or being able to talk back and forth were you like sold on it? Honestly, yesterday at press day, um, it was pretty cool because, you know, it was the first time riding the track. I didn't really... I didn't really have to look around and see what lines people were hitting, like, um, rhythm-wise. Um, he was able to just say, hey, you know, there was, like, one section where I was going to go two and then table over two, and instead he was like, no, everybody's going three on off. And so um, oh, it was awesome. I was pretty sold on it then, and I'm, like, for sure going to race with it. And then, uh, honestly, after qualifying today, it's like, I, like, where has this been for the last, <laughs> my whole career? Like, yeah. it could have been so beneficial. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sold on it 100%. And you, say, as a team manager, does this make you like want to go towards the AMA and kind of push them to allow this just for qualifying, racing? What do you think? Uh, I think it's good. It's good on both. Uh, it's good on both aspects. It's good for us to have communication, and then you know, it's good to have more safety because uh, there was you know one time when he was coming out of the back here, and there was a rider down on the back side of the roller, and you know, I could tell him, oh, yellow flag off, you know, guy down off of the roller, and he could. Be careful and, um, and I think it's also once they get it right I think it's a great thing also for the fans you know like NASCAR they can tune in and they can listen to what we're saying and you get more interaction you know so uh, I think it's I think it's all pretty positive I didn't really see any negatives obviously you have to have the right person on the radio mm -hmm. you know it's not like I was asking him oh man that, that sandwich that we had at lunch was good you know like so Benny doesn't want you you don't want your wife on there <laughs> <laughs> I don't want somebody that's like talking the entire time like he had it perfect like yeah. Talk every time over the finish line or around like the big uh, bull sweeper and right. Yeah, you definitely don't want somebody that's like trying to talk about hey, what are we gonna do late? Where are we? Where, what casino are we going to later? <laughs> like, so uh, it's, all, it's you know it's got to be the right information and like I said, after me being an ex rider, I feel like I could give him the right information right. at the right time. You know. So cool. All right, guys, thanks a lot. Cool to hear you. And um, I think that's it.